Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to another episode of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. I am Amanda Nduka, and I'm sitting next to my co-host. Dino Ray Ramos, checking in. (laughs) in. (laughs) And in this episode, we have Atlanta star Brian Tyree Henry. Yes, and uh, Atlanta uh, comes back for season two. Actually, it's called Atlanta Robin Robin season. Robin season, you're right. Robin season. Uh, It comes back March 1st. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry was a great guest. He talks about his theater career mm-hmm. um, and just and kind of gives us a tease. Growing of, up uh, amongst sisters, yes. and that's kind of how he got into to acting and just imitating his older sisters. And then he just kind of gives us a tease of what to expect from yes. the highly, hotly anticipated. <laughs> Very hotly anticipated. Uh, of Atlanta. Um, and then also Brian uh, was nominated for an Emmy. For oh, his yes. guest spot in uh, This Is Us. Yes. yes. People forget so, that yeah. he's been on a lot of stuff. He's been on a lot. He has uh, Hotel Artemis coming up. Yes. He's in the new, the up and coming um, If Bill Street Could Talk, the Barry, Barry Jenkins, Jenkins follow up. Yes. Yeah, his, his follow up. Yeah. He has Widows with um, Steve McQueen. Yeah, so he, he has, has a lot this, of good stuff coming out. He has a lot of good stuff coming out. And of course, he's known as Paperboy. Yes. That catchy the song, rapper. y'all know. Uh, on what is it? I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. You're not attempt. even gonna attempt to. Uh, it's but, a band uh, not either. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he was he was a great guest. So without further ado, here is Brian Tyree Henry from Atlanta. Thank you again, Brian, for being here. Absolutely. So let's just start by, where did you get your aspiration and desire to act, and what was it like when you got your big break on Atlanta? Uh, My aspiration and desire to act actually started from a very young age, uh, when I was just a young youth in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, I actually didn't really have any aspiration to act, honestly. I honestly just uh, was in a house full of adults that lived their lives around me, which means that most of them were crazy. (laughs) And I just was like, wow, like, I wonder if I imitate them and show them their lives back to them, will I be able to get what I want? And it worked. Uh, Like, I just was fascinated by the lives of these people that I shared this home with and was like, wow, they were just such extravagant characters and so bold and so brass and so, you know, I grew up in a house of four, five females. And oh, wow. um, so I didn't stand a chance. <laughs> so like I just, I mean, like seriously, like try sharing a bathroom, oh, one geez, bathroom yeah. with all these. Uh, but it was great. And I just, you know, it was a way for me to like leave the house and just like 
have fun because I thought that the absurdity of the things that they were worried about or that they fought about or that they had differences about were just weird. I was a child that didn't really understand it, so I would just imitate it back to them. If they were walking this way or talking this way or shouting this way, I just did it. Um, then once I got into school and realized that people wrote stuff like mm-hmm. that and like shared stories like that, it was um, amazing to me. Um, and as far as my big break on Atlanta, I, I can't I can't say enough about how believing in yourself and timing are are essential because you know I went to college in Atlanta and Atlanta was the best time of my life. Like it literally forged the ground that I walk on about like being who I am. Like eighteen and twenty one, that's where I was like, you can't tell me shit. You know what I mean? Like that's most of us were like that. You know what I'm saying? I, that, I was you know, definitely like, like that. And then <laughs> you're in a city too. like Atlanta, and it's like, oh well, then definitely. Like I looked to my left and right, and I see my peers who were doing the same thing. And so when I got this script from my manager, Jen Wiley Stockton, who is the most amazing woman in the world, uh, it was called Atlanta. And I was like, that's bold as hell. Like, <laughs> we're like, oh, Atlanta, okay. And I read it and was like, yeah, I think, I, I, think, I think that I can add something to that. I think that there's something that is really going to challenge me, but also give me a place to return back to the, the, the city that I love. And to play these characters that I felt like I knew and grew up with or, or you know, discovered who I am with, and it did just that. So yeah. it was a really great opportunity. Let's hear a quick clip from Atlanta. Isn't a lack of a father the reason you hate trans people? What? Lack of a father? Man, you hate yourself? Shut up. Man, here's the thing. Man, I, it's hard for me to care about this when nobody cares about me as a black human man. You feel me? Like, Caitlyn Jenner is just doing what rich white men been doing since the dawn of time, which is whatever the hell he want. So why should I care? What, what make him so special? But, but as a black man in this country, shouldn't you care about the civil liberties of others since they're so closely related mm. to, to your struggle for equality? But you're talking about, I do care. Look, I don't have a problem with gay people, trans people, because that's tolerance. But where's tolerance for people like me? You know what I'm saying? Like... Look, I should be able to say something that's weird without people hating on me, all right? Look, I never I never said anything about taking away nobody's rights, all right? I, never. I understand what you're saying, but some people found your remarks offensive. Yeah, well, freedom of speech, And so talk about the moments uh, or years and times leading up to that big break. How was it, what was it like coming up in this industry? What kind of roles were you... Were you reading for, auditioning for? Uh, you know, once I graduated from Yale, I, I moved straight to New York because I was offered an opportunity. Uh, you know, Terrell uh, McCraney and I mm-hmm. graduated from Yale together, and I'd done oh, most nice. of his. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd done most of his plays uh, uh, for quite some time, and we had an opportunity to do one of his plays at uh, the Public Theater, and so I just moved straight to New York, and mm-hmm. I stayed in New York. Uh, after that, because I was like, oh, well, there's like a community here that I know. And, and I started, you know, doing a little bit more plays here and there. Um, but leading up to where I am now, I mean, it was hard, you know. It was hard to find a way to stand out as a young black kid from Fayetteville, North Carolina, who didn't really see movies or parts reflecting people like me, you know. And, you know, I remember in school we had to study Ibsen and Chekhov. And I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> yo, like... There ain't nobody here for me. Like, I mean, like, this is not going to work. Like, uh, but then once I stood back and was like, but wait, I can do that mm-hmm. if you really want me to. Like, if, if, if I really want me to, I could do it. But uh, I, I think the power comes from flipping these things on their head. You know what I mean? And actually 
taken away what people think they know about you, which is why I really love playing Alfred Paperboy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like because to me he's Alfred. He's not Paperboy. I love that people instantly think that he's a thug and that he is or he's all these things that nobody really knows. But I'm like, yeah, well the person playing him is actually not that person. Like that should be the yeah. fun of it. You know, like we get we get to see all these opportunities of these, you know, non uh non people of color actors you know they get to do their method acting they get to play these parts yeah. they get to like get bronzed up they get to get, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and i was like well where's that where's that for me like i don't want to play a slave all the time exactly. like i don't yeah. i don't want to do that but i think you got to show people how to treat you yeah. you know and i think that was the greatness of what donald created because it was like by calling it atlanta it encompasses everything. Yeah. So I think for me, you sometimes have to show people how to treat you. You know, you have to show people how to to, to write these things for you or, or you write them yourself or you take these roles and you flip them on their head and show them that there's a completely different side to what you think this person can be. You seldom see people of color becoming character actors. You, 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 you pointed that out. You know, they don't get to do method a lot. Mm -hmm. And you have like this huge slate of TV and films. You know, you had, you were in Vice Principals, you were in Crown Heights. Mm -hmm. you, you have, you know, If Beale Street Could Talk coming up and how cognizant are you when you are searching for roles to not make them so you know stereotypical or expected for me i think there's nothing that i've done in in this this craft or this this career that i've made for myself that i didn't choose with my heart and like sometimes like because the, the wonder of what i do is still there and i don't ever want to get to a place where i lose the wonder and the wonder of why i do what i do and there's nothing greater than getting a script you flip through, and they kind of already tell you what character they want you to read for. And I'll be like, well, that's not the one I want. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm going to read this. Like, if this is for Meryl Streep, I'm reading it for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think the gift of, of, of actually knowing what speaks to you and, and who you are talking to matters because um, – I honestly just never get to a place where I, I want to settle for, uh, you know, uh, you know, thug number three. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, uh, I'm like, okay, he's named thug, thug number three, but what's his name? Okay, where's he from? Like, what is what is what music does he listen to? Did he eat tacos last night? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And it never stops there. There's just so many layers to all these characters that I find. I thought it was really interesting. You mentioned it, like getting to this point in your career. It took it took a lot of it took knowing yourself mm -hmm. and who you are. How long did it get? take you to get to that point and what kind of journey did you go through to get there? Um, there are a few things I say in this life that you don't know who you are until they've happened. And one is love. The second is loss of love. The third is loss, period. Mm -hmm. And um, I've encountered all of those in a year, you know, less than that. And, you know, people can sit here and do the resume of what I've done and the projects of what I've done and, and look at me and say, oh, my God, well, you must be happy. That that had become a very hard thing for me, like when I would talk to my friends and say, you know what, guys, I'm tired. And they're like, well, but look at what you're doing, though. Like, yeah. You must be like, I'm like, this <laughs> I'm like, wait, well, I'm trying to tell you, yeah. like, I hear that. But like, I am really sad today mm -hmm. or I'm really this today. I remember having this conversation my best friend Sterling, Golden Globe winner. Um, <laughs> Ooh, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, like we, Shout we, out. we started in the theater a long time <laughs> ago. Out. And I remember I was like doing Book of Mormon, and I was, this was like my third year doing Book of Mormon. And, and I loved Book of Mormon, but at, there was just a part where I was like, I don't know if I can say these words anymore. Like, is this all there is? Is this yeah. like as far as I'm going to get? 
I remember talking to him. I was like, hey, man, remember years ago, like, when we were doing theater and making, like, $90 a week, and I would make a bologna and cheese sandwich because I had an EBT card because I didn't have any money, and then I would walk 20 minutes to the train and then stay on the train for an hour and then go and do this show and then go and traverse that all the way back to... And he was like, yeah, I remember that. I was like, remember how happy I was? Like, remember how happy that made me? And I was like, I always want to remember that kind of uh, testimony to, to continue to do what I'm doing because uh, the money is great and, and the notoriety is great and, and the interviews are great. But if, the, if that kind of like vigor and, and, and respect of the craft or what you, what you did and what you would sacrifice for it isn't there, then there's no point of doing it. You know, wow, so I just try to remember that. We like to touch on like current topics and events, obviously okay. in Hollywood. So I just want to get your opinion. So obviously, for the past couple of years, we've um, we've seen this wave of the underrepresented and the mistreated kind of come out and um, step, stand up for themselves. Yeah. We had the the Oscar so white, which brought the conversation of diversity to the forefront. Now mm -hmm. we have the the Me Too, the reintroduction of the Me, Me Too, mm -hmm. and then Time's the, up. yeah, and then yeah. the night Times mm -hmm. Up um, hashtags and all that stuff. In in your opinion, how can we optimize this moment to kind of bring attention? Because you don't want you don't want one issue to kind of overshadow another one. How do you think we can bring this, these issues to the forefront to where we can kind of tackle them all kind of simultaneously? Listen, you have to listen. Because these things are are are, are tales old as time. Yeah. Like they've been around, we know it. And what I love about our generation, like, because I have to admit that I'm a millennial too. There's no shame. In <laughs> I love being well, a, I'm a millennial. I feel like I'm actually a zennial. I found out like <laughs> there's, I, a, there's like this bastardized generation that is yeah, between generations. Yeah, and because I, I still have like too. I no, still have the I, connection. I, My I, father's from 1940. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he don't know how to program a VCR or <laughs> on an iPhone, but then but I know still, what it's yeah, like yeah. to have a pager. Like, you know, exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I remember the pager. You know, one four three. I don't remember. I don't know how to use one. I don't know how to use one, but I remember my mom did have one. Like yeah. I There's a generational thing that's going on, and it's, like, so great because it's, like, we are actually listening to each other. Mm -hmm. And there's one thing that's happening. It's, like, we just ain't going to stand for this shit no more. Like, yeah. there's just some things that it's, like, what do you mean that it's taking this long for representation to happen? What do you mean that there's still a wage gap? You know, what do you mean that there is still there are still people who have no problem with the Confederate flag hanging over? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? It's... it's <laughs> I say this to a manager all the time, and my phrase is, the fuck you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not a question mark, but ellipses yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. you know? And I'm just like, hey, wait a minute. What is, what is this? What is this? What is what is happening? And the thing is, it's like, instead of finding a way to uh, bastardize what's going on and being like, well, but I feel, or, but but wait a minute. I, why don't we just listen? Yeah. Like, what, like, you know, because there are a lot of us that are outnumbered and felt outnumbered and felt like, you know, not represented and, and it's real. And I think that it's all about us listening. So this time's up thing, big ups like Oprah. Oh my God. Oh my. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's been like, I mean, Meryl the year before said, yeah. you know, and, and it's like, we have to realize that the, the common thread of us has to come from the listening yeah. because then we'll find out there's even more of a common thread than we even knew. So now hey. we have... We have entered oh, the thunder... I'm just kidding. The, the lightning round. <laughs> the lightning round. Oh, okay. We're going to ask you some, some, some tidbits about your life. Okay. Nothing personal. Yeah. I, well, maybe not personal, but Amanda. Well, I ain't scared. I got a box cutter. We're good. Okay, so what is on your bucket list right now? Like, what haven't you done that 
had dinner at Oprah's house. Oh yeah. Like, can, I, you, can like, you can you let me know? What yeah. Look, look, I just want to touch the hem of Oprah's garment. I don't even have to like. She ain't got to look at me. She ain't got to. I just want to like be. I just want to be. Just want to smell her. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't want to see her form of unicorn. Like I would like my bucket list is to actually have a chance to FaceTime with Oprah, but it's her calling me. Yeah. But like I'm like at like Roscoe's or something. Yeah, I was like chilling, and I'm like, wait, hold on, guys, hold on. It's Oprah FaceTime. Like I'm sorry, I'll get back to you guys. Like that's 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 up there. And is there a character or genre that you haven't tackled that you would like to tackle? Full on. Full on horror. Oh, horror is my favorite, favorite. And when I tell you, like, God bless, and like, and I'm not saying that Get Out is a part of that, but like that kind of psychological. Because I don't know if y'all have watched this season of Black Mirror at all. Oh, I watched the I, whole thing. My, I did it like in, I got like, everybody on I Black Mirror. I could. Getting, like, there's no words. They like, went in this no, season, right? No like, words. They, like, oh, we're gonna, they we're gonna really mess you went up. in this season. Yeah, they did. Like, like, like Rosemary, like, like. Oh, that, the Jodie Foster. The Jodie Foster. Uh, Archangel, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 and yeah. And I got to work with Joe Meester. Me and Sterling got to work with Jodie Foster recently. Uh, oh, um, is it Hotel, Hotel Artemis? Artemis. Yeah, yeah. 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 Artemis, yeah. And, like, what I love about Black Mirror is you're watching it, you're watching and watching it, and then it ends and it's, like, directed by, wrote by, and I saw that and was like, what? Yeah, no, I. But I would love to do something like that. Like oh. I would love to do something that is like really like psychological thriller slash, but I also want to play like the villain. Like if they do another scream, I want to oh, be like ooh. that dude that you think is like the one, like the, the killer. The cool yeah. But then yeah. I'm the killer, and you yeah. don't even know what's happening. I'm a big I mean? old scream stand, so I'm yeah. Yo, Neff Campbell, <laughs> shout out! Yeah. Like she's everything. Like love her. Okay. Okay. And last question: What TV show or movie in uh, 2007, obviously other than 2017, <laughs> other than your own stuff, do you highly recommend for people to catch? Uh, Insecure, without a mm -hmm. doubt. Issa and Yvonne are geniuses. Um, I actually am quite happy that Glow got the glow up it did because yeah. I really glow love up. Like, yeah, <laughs> the, glow the glow up. up of Seriously, glow. hashtag um, glow up. And. Uh, <laughs> I love Investigation Discovery. I don't know if anybody knows this channel. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I've my heard of it. favorite <laughs> thing to watch. And there's a show on there called A Crime to Remember where, like, these reenactors are, and it's all, like, crimes from, like, the 50s and 60s. Mm. Oh. And so it's, like, very, like, period. But, like, it's one of the most amazing shows. Like, you can literally, like, if you, if you have ID Go, which is the app for Investigation Discovery, mm -hmm. go watch A Crime to Remember. Okay. It's one okay. of the best. Okay, well, that's a good recommendation. It's good, man. It's good acting, too. So is there someone in the industry that is underrepresented, whether it be an actor, writer, director, producer, that you deserve, that you think deserves more recognition oh, right that's now? The f okay. Well, first of all, Lena Waithe is, is just like... <sighs> Another clutch your pulse like moment. She has yet to even show y'all what she can do, and yeah. and I pray for the day that we get to write something together and or um, act together. Uh, I feel like I'm very glad that she finally got her glow up as well. But I, 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 the shy, if you haven't watched it, please yeah. do it. I don't I don't want to say that she's underrepresented, but you know, before she got that award, there was a moment that there wasn't a representation of, of people like her or of a mind like her or of a craft like her. She's a great friend of mine. And I, I think that everything that she touches will be gold. Just mm -hmm. open the door and let it happen. Well, thank you so much. Brian cool. Tyree Henry. What up? <laughs> thank, thank you very much. Thank you guys so much. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.